This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like yours. Faustian Nonsense thanks you for your patronage. Repeat Mayday, this is Captain David Kilgore of the cargo ship Reliance. Please. Our life support's failing and the ship's gone into lockdown. All my crew are dead, please. Hello? Hello? Hello, is someone there? Hello? Are you in need of assistance? Are you out there? Please, I need help. Cargo ship Reliance, this is Captain Gino Whelan of the Green Horizon. What seems to be the problem? Yes, hello? The Green Horizon? Please help. The situation's dire. We were on our way to a food delivery when we heard your distress call. What's going on? I haven't a bloody clue. The ship was operating normally until a few minutes ago. And then suddenly the life support systems failed. The ship went into automatic lockdown and I still can't open the door to leave the cockpit. Where are your crew? They're dead. It's dinner time for us, so... They were all in the mess hall. That's the first place life support failed. Hang on. This... This makes no sense. What's going on? Life support's returned to the mess hall. It's far too late for my crew, but... Hang on. God damn it! Still locked out of the engine and door control. I don't understand what's happening! Hello? Captain? Brett? You're alive? Wait, where the bloody hell are you? I'm in the engine room, Captain. Cleaning the plasma manifolds. Who's that? That's my porter, Parker Brett. What's, what's, going, what's going on, Captain? What's happening is we're in an ocean of shit with no lifeboat. Where were you, Brett? Why are you only answering now? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Captain. I, I froze up. Oh, for fuck's sake. Pull yourself together. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I... I was frightened. <sighs> Captain, how quick can you new crew dock with us? I'll need to get my porter and I off the Reliant for safety while I run a full diagnostic. 
You wouldn't have to have some thermite on board to blast through the cockpit hatch. <laughs> uh, Captain, my first officer has been reading a scan diagnostic of your ship we performed when we came within range. Sonia, do you want to... Captain Kilgore, there's no easy way to say this. Your ship's been infected with the Genusian computer virus. If we dock with your ship, it'll infect air systems too. We'll have two lame ducks instead of one. Damn it! Do you know what kind of virus this is? Yes. It's malware designed to attack the programmable logic controllers in your holistic system manifold. One by one, it'll cause your main systems to shut down unless you can stop it. I came across it before while I served in the Goldfinch. We called it the Gremlin virus. Can you cease this infernal Gremlin? We're going to try. Sit tight and we'll be back in a few. Thank you, Captain. What's happening, sir? It's a virus, Brett. And a damn nasty one at that. The question is, how do it infect our systems? Where's the rest of the crew, sir? They're dead, Brett. We're the only ones left. Oh, God. Now listen to me, Brett. We've trained for this. Like, I know you're just a porter, but even you have some kind of training in this sort of thing. Yes, sir. I, I have a partial completion certificate in interstellar emergency procedures. Partial? <laughs> partial? Why the bloody hell did I hire you? Because I asked for the least amount of money, sir. Captain? Yes. Captain, my crew have been advising me on the computer virus. I'll pass you on to my security officer, Peter, first. Okay. Thank you, Captain. And, uh, sorry in advance. Hi there. Is, uh, is this thing on? <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, Gino's been telling me that you folks have been having trouble with a, uh, a gremlin virus? Yes, that's right. Boy, Mondays, am I right? For fuck's sake, Peter! Get to it, man! Right, well, uh, I found something about this virus in my security manual, which I totally read every night before I go to bed. Peter, you use it to smash walnuts. Anyway, it says the virus is a kind of artificial intelligence, using probability factors to work out what system failure would cause the most damage. It attacked the life support in the mess hall because it figured out that was where most of the crew was. It's going to attack life support again, but this time... This time it'll be me. Wonderful. So, does it say anything about destroying the damn thing? Damn it! We're out of time! It's not attacking cockpit life support, Captain. What is it attacking? Captain? Captain? The air's being fucked out of the room! It's not after me, it's after Brett. Captain, my first officer may be able to help. Hello? Captain Kilgore, this is First Officer Sonia Halley. We spoke a moment ago. There's no time for pleasantries, Officer Halley. Captain, I've been analysing the schematics for your ship. The Reliant is fitted with a symbiotic emergency backup system, namely life support or secondary shielding. You need to cut power to life support, so the computer draws the power from the backup system, bypassing the virus. I don't understand! The ship knows life support's failing. Why has it done this already? Because the systems think that life support is being withheld on purpose. That's why the doors are locked and the engines shut down. It thinks you've gone into emergency pathogen containment. Clever bloody virus. You'll need to open the atmospheric actuator and cut the yellow wire. Captain! <laughs> Alright, slow, calm breaths, Brett. It's gonna be okay. Damn it! There's nothing sharp! Wait, hang on. Did you find anything? Just a penknife. Left to do. Make sure you're insulated. There's enough power going through that wire to stop your heart ten times over. Rubber salt boots. Never leave home without them. Officer Halley, was it? Well, if you managed to get me out of this mess, I'd love to buy you a drink. Maybe just focus on your suffocation porter there, Captain Kilgore. Right, yes. Okay, here I go. Wait! 
Have you reconsidered that drink? Red wire! Cut the red wire! Fucking hell! Better late than never. Absolutely sure that I can't buy you that drink, Officer Halley. Captain? Are we okay? Yes, Brett. Thanks to our new friends. Captain Kilgore, we're not out of the woods yet. Your ship is still in lockdown. The virus hasn't stopped, it's just moved. Captain? There's something I need to tell you. Not now, Brett. Do you hear that? Captain, your aft thrusters are spooling up. Are you doing it? No, Captain. It appears our gremlin's giving us a joyride. I haven't figured that part out yet. Captain Kilgore, this is Navigational Officer Jilly Whelan. Another Whelan? How many of you are there? Captain, can you access your navigation controls? No, Officer Whelan. I'm still locked out of the main systems. Just so you know, she's not technically an officer. Shag off you! Okay, but you should be able to observe the flight plan. Head over to Nav and open the travel log. Okay, Miss Whelan. Captain, I I need to tell you... I need to tell you. Can this wait, Brett? We're flying blind here. Oh no. Captain! What does it say? We're headed straight for an asteroid. Captain, it's my fault! What? What are you talking about, Brett? The virus! It's my fault. A man aboard the New Spokane. He gave me a disc. It told me that it would upgrade the ship's main systems. I thought you'd be happy with me, so I... I uploaded it in engineering. Connor's caught me. I... I told him... I told him I was trying to play a video game. He said he wouldn't tell if I scrubbed the plasma manifolds for him. I'm sorry, Captain. I'm so sorry. You stupid girl! What kind of buffoon just... just takes hardware from a stranger and decides, you know what? I'm going to upload it to the ship's fucking mainframe, Brett! (sighs) It's okay... It's okay. It's okay. This isn't fucking okay, Brett! Oh, I'll have you flogged, Brett! Flogged, lashed, beaten, shot and hung! Hey, calm the fuck down. Stop giving out to her and focus, or you're both going to die! (sighs) I'll deal with this later. It would appear I'm nearing the threshold for a good idea, Miss Whelan. Have you any spare? What's the exact location you're heading to, Captain Kilgore? X3451-Y6745. Can you access the data logs? Well, I hardly see the point in making a journal entry. No. If you can access the data logs as captain, you can make alterations to them. You're not technically allowed, but... I'll pay the fines with glee. You should be able to access them. Since the data logs are part of the memory core and not one of the primary systems, the gremlin virus is attacking. (laughs) You're right! I have access! The nav system isn't trying to kill you. It's just going where it's told. You can't stop the ball, but you can move the goalposts. Nice boss reference, Jill. Peter's been teaching me the rules of Thunderball. (laughs) Go Wildcats! You need to delete the location in the ship's internal navigational data. Type in the coordinates and press delete. X3451-Y6745 and delete! Um, Miss... Miss Whelan? I've stopped the boosters, but... 
We're still heading for the asteroid. Oh, shite. I forgot that bit. You need to tell Nav that the location is directly behind you. Put the coordinates in at X3457 Y6745. You need to hurry. I'm going as fast as I can, Officer Halley. Impact in five, fuck, four, fuck, fuck, fuck. three, Hang two, on. one. I got it. We're... We're alive. Jesus. You caught that fine anyway. Yes, that was... Far too close for comfort. Thank you, Miss Whelan. Could I perhaps offer you a drink instead? Sorry, buddy. She's mine. Hey now, I'm nobody's. Well, except Frank. It's not what you think. Frank's a ferret. You are a strange group, aren't you? Now, please tell me that's it. No more shenanigans at the hands of this gremlin. Captain? What? Captain Kilgore, this is Head of Engineering, Bernard Dooley. More doom, Mr. Dooley? I'm reading massive power fluctuations in your engine core. I think the virus is trying to enact a breach. And with a bang, eh? Captain Kilgore, I want you to link the comms of the engine room and the cockpit together so we can talk to both of you. Is that okay? Of course. One moment. And that should do it. Okay, Parker, I'm going to pass the communicator to our engineer, Bernard. Is that okay? Yes. Yes. Hello? Hi. Hello, Miss Brett. My name is Bernard Dooley. I'm going to do my best to help you stop the core breach. Now, I want you to head over to the reactor. Okay. What's that? That's the room's built-in Geiger counter. It's as bad as I thought. The Cherenkov inhibitor has been disabled. That's normally not a problem if the enriched uranium core's boron sphere is in place. Didn't you remove it during our depression session, Bernie? Yeah, and if it wasn't for the boron sphere, we'd all be space dust. What do I do? You'll need to slide the resilient panel and manually reattach the sphere. There's so many clicks. Parker, do you see any lead suits or gloves? No. No, there's nothing. Parker, you have to do it now or you both die. Okay. 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 Almost, almost. Brett, Brett, are you okay? Parker, please answer me. I'm... I'm alright. I'm alright. You did it! You stopped the meltdown! Miss Brett, this is very important. When you reattached the sphere, did you see anything? I feel quite sick. I, I saw a light. Was it blue? Yes. Blue and... brilliant. What does that mean? Parker, I'm so sorry. I'm afraid, Miss Brett... You've absorbed a significant amount of radiation. How significant? (sighs) Lethal. How long do I have? It depends. Uh, Hours, days, weeks. It's hard to gauge. But judging by the radiation levels we are reading, uh, not long. I... I don't feel well. Brett. No, Parker. I'm sorry for everything I said. It's not your fault. You were only doing what you thought was best for the ship, and... I shouldn't have scolded you like that. Captain, if... 
If you don't mind, I... Please cut communication between engineering and the cockpit. I'd rather be left alone for my final moments. Please. Of course, Parker. It's been an honor to have you under my command. Please, Captain. Please. Fuck. Captain Kilgore, I know you're going through a tough situation, but... <laughs> oh, yes. That's one word for it. The ship is still in lockdown. It's not over. No, it isn't, is it? Captain, going by the systems the virus has targeted, the only thing left is main power. I'd wager that's the last place it's going. <sighs> Makes sense. When all else fails, go for the jugular. We're not going anywhere, Captain Kilgore. Keep your hopes up. You've gotten this far. <laughs> Hope isn't what I deserve. <sighs> Tell me, Gina, do you believe in karma? Captain? I don't. But I do believe that space, the universe, knows when we do something of substantial evil. It soaks in the act, allowing it to build as some kind of kinetic energy, until it cannot hold the weight any longer, and like a coiled spring, it snaps back. Are you saying you deserve this? If I'm going to die, I want to at least admit myself to the universe. I have no confessional box, so a ship full of Irish is an adequate alternative. I was a dead president, Captain Whelan, and a particularly deadly one at that. I thought... I thought that I was doing the right thing. But what's right about mutilating people based on their tenuous knowledge of a place, or a person, or a time? It didn't matter their sex their age. If they knew something, I did everything to ensure that I could extract that knowledge. I was a confessor, a professional interrogator, a torturer. What made you stop? What made you quit? Fatigue, Gino. I'd heard the pain screams of thousands of poor souls, and yet, and yet it seems we were nowhere nearer to ridding ourselves of the order. I realized that I was just going to keep torturing people to death until I, too, died. I asked myself, am I content with this as my existence? I was not. So I left. Ran, in fact. Used what money I'd saved to change my name, buy this ship, and hire this crew. But I knew my past would catch up. I'd wager the man that gave Brett the virus was himself a dead president come to exact vengeance for my desertion. You don't know that for sure. You can never truly escape your past, Gino. That, I know. Hey. Hey, Parker? Parker Brett? <coughs> Hello? <coughs> Who are you? My name is Rebecca Roy. I'm a porter. Well, was a porter. Like you. It's rewarding. Rewarding work, isn't it? Yeah. I'm an officer now. Well, in training. I'm still a kid. Well, congratulations, future Officer Roy. I'm surprised your crew are allowing you to speak with me. Not least because I asked to be left alone to die in peace. They didn't. I'm using the radio and engineering. They don't know. And as for dying alone, I don't think you mean that. 
Nobody wants to die alone. Yes, but... What we want and what we get are entirely separate things. I am alone. The entire human race could be there with you speaking to me, but... <laughs> Still, I am alone. Succumbing to this radiation. <laughs> Does it hurt? Quite a bit. I... I can't get up. I think... I think it's starting. I didn't... I didn't think I'd be this scared. I wish I could help. Is there anything I can do? My mother. When I was a child... She would... She would sing to me. When I was sick with Demetrian flu, she... She stayed by my bedside for two weeks. She sang to me the sweetest songs. Songs from the old world. My favourite was, You Are My Sunshine. Wait, I know that one. Would you... Would you mind singing it for me? I've not heard it sang in such a long time. Yeah, I've... I've never sang before, but I'll try. Wait, where's your mom? Maybe we can contact her for you. She could sing it herself. <laughs> I'm afraid not, my little officer in training. She's gone. I'm sorry. My mom's gone too. She sold me into the slave trade. That must be a painful thing to say out loud. I feel your hurt, little one. I'm sorry you had to go through that. What happened to your mom? She was murdered by an evil man. Hello? Parker? Are you there? Sing. Please. You are my sunshine. My only sunshine. You make me happy. When skies are grey, you'll never know, dear, how much I love you. So please don't take my sunshine away. Hello? Are you there? Captain, our junior officer has just informed me that Parker's gone. She's dead. It was a quick end, Captain. A small gratitude, but... I failed her. I failed all of them. She was so young. Just 19 when I hired her. She just showed up at Blackpool in Marosha. <laughs> Said she'd undercut anyone who'd applied for the porter position. I hired her on the spot. Sounds like you should have paid her more. I should have. But now it's just me. When the sword of Damocles waiting to finish me off. What? My door's just opened and... And I have engine control. Perhaps the core overload was the last move in its twisted playbook. Oh, for fuck's sake. Brett? Hello, Captain. Surprised to see me? If you're watching this, it means your precious crew, including myself, are dead. 
And you are all alone, a king amongst death. But that's not new to you, is it? You've always been around it, toying with it, meeting it out. Oh, that's right. I know about your sordid history. Or rather, we know. Libra has been watching you for a long time. Libra? Pick up that jaw, Captain. There's more to reveal. Do you remember a woman by the name of Xenia Rooster? Oh, how could you? You'd killed so many by that point. Maybe you remember her daughter, Violet. After all, you did threaten to kill her in front of her mother if she didn't tell you some inane piece of information. I'm surprised you don't remember me, Captain. Although I was only five at the time. Oh my god. Mad what fifteen years of seething vengeance does to an orphaned girl. And just in case you still don't remember, let me jog your memory. After Xenia told you what you needed to know, you put a bullet in her head. You then gave me to a slaver, who sold me at free market to none other than a Libra operative. A Libra operative that was, believe it or not, mounting a case for a sanctioned execution of you. This can't be. They must have seen something useful in me because I became, for want of a better word, an assassin. I trained, driven by the prospect of getting to take you on as a contract. It's funny. When you worked for the dead presidents, we couldn't get near you. It was once you renounced your wicked ways, you opened yourself up to us. Now, I'm sure it's at this point you're wondering, why didn't she just shoot me? Well, I needed you to suffer first. Suffer like I did. I needed you to experience it all. Loss. Terror. Pain. Hopelessness. Just like I did. Oh, and Captain... Do you want to know something else? I'm alive. Fuck. Hello? Uh, hello, what's going on? Hello, Green Horizon. I must thank you for being a willing assistant in my vision for vengeance. I dare say, had you not showed up, I would have had to intervene at every stage of the virus. You could control the virus. How? <laughs> Who do you think invented it? Libra are masters in the dark arts. However, I do have to commend you all for your ingenuity. You lied to me. <sighs> I'm sorry, little officer to be. I meant what I said. And I never lied about my mother. You sang beautifully. What are you going to do? This is where my story ends, Mr. Dooley. I didn't lie to you, either. I saw the blue light. I had always intended to die here. The looming terminality of my radiation poisoning is a welcome incentive. I'd feared prior to this mission that I'd be tempted to live, but... I no longer fear my end. I'd move back if I were you, Green Horizon. There's a miniature neutron bomb in my luggage that I mean to detonate. Quite the firecracker. 
You don't have to do this. No, my love. If I didn't, what else would I do? I don't believe it after... after all that. Wait, was she the bad guy? Is everyone out here a fucking liar? Rebecca, are you okay? Let her go, Bernard. I'd say she just wants to be alone. Right, no point hanging around any longer. Let's go before the energy discharge attracts unwanted attention. Where to, Gino? Anywhere. Just not here. Hit it. This audio drama was created and written by Paul Walsh, with Kieran Walsh as Gino Whelan, Quiva Walsh as Sonia Halley, Stephen Stubbs as Bernard Dooley, Amy Jackman as Jilly Whelan, Paul Walsh as Peter Savage, Amy Rothwell as Rebecca Roy, Daniel Young as David Kilgore, and Catherine Stanley as Parker Brett. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, and etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. The other day, I found what looked like claw marks in the vegetable patch wiring, and nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm, although... It could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster-hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- Dr. Tucker, what have I told you about keeping samples in the fridge? (sighs) Although to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Streaming now wherever podcasts are found.